1: Gosh! Here it is, fired up. Everybody, get hyped. Friday Happy Hour Edition. I was expecting um, more like funk rather than like hard rock. I was like, oh, what's up, everybody? Here we go. All right, yes, one, two. This is so, <laughs> such better. dad energy I have right now. God damn it! What's going on? Friday right dad energy. Friday dad, dad energy. energy. Love that. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. I'm your host, Adam Mattis, today, and I'm joined by some esteemed colleagues of mine. Joining me as always, it's Brian Konigsberg.
2: Neither of us are esteemed in any way on this couch. Just Mm. steamed. It is pretty steamy in here, I'll
0: be honest. The only thing I'm esteemed at is steaming my couch. (laughs) What the hell does that even mean? it It relates to a tweet I had last week where I was talking about Wyndham Clark. And it's a guy I played golf with back in the day, and he was leading a tournament, and I was literally steaming my couch watching him lead the tournament.
2: The you box. have a new couch? Yeah. So you were steaming your new oh, couch? The,
0: I was, there's fucking hair all over it, man. It's horrible. Oh, dog That's hair.
2: the one problem with the dog, one of one of
1: a few problems you have with the dog. They're worth it, but the hair everywhere. Um, This is, of course, Big Drive Spence,
0: our golf pro. I'm here.
1: We're I'm talking to dynasties today. I mean, the Warriors is topical, right? we got a couple different dynasty-adjacent things going on. The Golden State Warriors just won their fourth championship in I believe eight years, is it? Yes, too? four and eight. Four and eight. Uh, we'll talk about whether or not that qualifies for a dynasty. You've got the Colorado Avalanche who are trying to stop a dynasty of the Tampa Bay Lightning and perhaps even start one of their own. And then you've got some other teams in Denver, the Broncos, who are set up. Perhaps. I mean, you, know, you never want to put the you know cart before the horse here. You want yeah. to win one. That's always the goal. But we could talk about Are they set up to maybe create a dynasty and maybe win off multiple, as Russell Wilson tells us he is? Nikola Jokic is here for at least six more years. Is there a chance for a dynasty there? We're going to talk all about that. Um, But first thing I want to ask is,
0: do we like dynasties? Is like dynasties a good thing in sports, but how do you feel about it? I actually love dynasties because it gives the other 31 fan bases a chance to join together and say, fuck this team. Okay, That's what I love about it. Like... I hate the Minnesota Timberwolves, but we can both together hate the Golden State It Warriors. brings
1: people together. Yes. Dynasties bring people together. This is funny.
2: I actually agree with this. Now there is a point where it gets too much. Um, yeah. like I think the Patriots was they like j- they crossed the line of like, oh, yeah. it's fun to hate them to like, oh my god, just give us and something an oppressive else. Dynasty. Anything else, you know? Yeah. Um okay. so so to me, yeah, thank you uh, Eagles for putting a stop to that. But it's it's one of those things where I think Spencer's on the right track here. You you can all rally around something. Now, what I will say is, and they aren't there yet, but no one is, like, rallying around the lightning, doesn't feel like. And I think it's because they don't – I haven't even noticed their fans yet. Like, where are their fans? Are they online? Because – they're not in my mentions and, like, Blues fans and Oilers fans. It's because and Tampa Predator. Bay is not a hockey
1: town. Like, right it's now. the dumbest thing ever. I don't understand it. I honestly, like, makes me a little bit bothered. We so, talked about this, I think, a little bit yeah. last week. But it makes me, like, a little annoyed that there is a good hockey team in Tampa and Bay.
2: I learned the other day that the, that they have more wins than any other team since they entered the league.
0: That's so weird, man. That's yeah, so and weird. it's like nobody gives a shit. Right. You, you can't, like, Emily's pretty full. But around there, it's nobody's, like running around like talking about the lightning like we do the abs here
2: and 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 like i said i haven't noticed their presence online at all and so no one's banding together against them but like i I saw these people complaining about like all the hate steph curry gets and it's like he gets (laughs) hated because he's good i also what uh, happens with dynasties is people hate them and that's what makes them fun
1: people don't really hate steph though i think the warriors might have the like the dynasty one of uh, one of the dynasties people like the most i mean you can go back to the 90s maybe you got we're going to get into some of those but i don't know like the warriors do have some people that hate him but i feel like they're you go to ball arena there's a million warriors fans every kid that's like south of 14 loves steph curry so i don't know i don't think he gets that much hate relative to most dynasties
2: maybe i mean he's definitely not getting hated in the way that like lebron does yeah um but like i can't stand clay i don't like draymond Steph is hard for me to hate because I think he's the most aesthetically pleasing basketball player. Of course, ever. we're gonna get it. So all I can't this, like yeah. hate that because it's just it's unbelievable to watch.
0: But the other guys, yeah, screw him. I don't like him. Well, to flip this take a little bit that I just had, because you reminded me of something thinking about the Warriors fans in in Denver. We have it. We have it great here. Denver's a great city, but sports wise, we have it pretty rough. Other than Denver, the Broncos of, like, fans just invading our, our arenas. Oh, gotcha. And that drives me nuts. Does that happen and with abs? It, it, with the Blackhawks, it does. With it the you, Blues, it kind of does. It doesn't...
2: It wouldn't have happened, like, this year with the Blackhawks. Yes. When the Blackhawks well, were really good I and the see. abs were bad, right. they definitely would come right. in and take gotcha. over. There. Yeah, there's
0: a few teams like that. But that... Dynasties may ruin sports fans moving forward because you have... Everybody growing up that's a... St- yeah, like, like that's my a kid point. is not going to be allowed to like any other team outside of Denver. Because you're going be like to a player, father. That's why. I'm he, telling you. You can like a this. player. That's fine. Like, I like different players. But even though, like I, like... I love Nikola Jokic. If he ever left and he was a Chicago Bull, I wouldn't become a Bulls fan. I'd right, still be right. cheering for Jokic, yeah, but you he wouldn't see fun. me, like, cheering for the Bulls. A hundred thousand percent. I'm telling you, by the way, I mean this. You
1: mentioned this about the kids thing. I honestly believe this. Like, my kids came to me and they're like, I just like the Lakers. I would be like no we don't like we're gonna you know yeah. like yeah. gently no i'm telling you i just be like hey look here's the thing this is a cool thing yeah. we share together like i you know hey and if they were like do that i'd be like go downstairs I'm not, you know it, you not, don't get I'm,
3: to watch it <laughs> i would be like you
1: do your chores and make some money to buy that jersey i'm not yeah. getting you that yeah jersey. we're not you're buying free, pass, what are you talking so you about i'm not doing, yeah i'm not buying lead, But figure out a way get there's a so many
3: people who say like you can't control who your kids like and, and it's, it's like, true like
1: you could push them away
3: yeah but it, I mean it's all about like if you have the privilege, and it is a privilege but if you can take your kids to a Rockies game to the Nuggets game to the Avs they're naturally going to enjoy that they're naturally going to have of fun course. those are good experiences of course. so they're going to latch on to that hometown yeah. which is what your also goal cause is because that's you
1: what you're doing you're connecting yeah. with them
2: you can't do the thing though where it's like oh I can never talk to dad after the Nuggets lose because he's <laughs> right, such right, an right. ass <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> they negatively associate the Nuggets oh, so, so like fun. my, you have my to be kids careful. are in trouble then. <laughs> oh, I have a
1: monster right. but you,
2: we, we did like a A a long segment on the Broncos thing, or I shouldn't even call it a segment. It was a running series where people told us their origin stories. Uh, and you would be shocked maybe you wouldn't how many people said like oh yeah i was just pissed at my parents we were watching monday night football and they were raiders fans and so i'm like i'm a broncos fan and just yeah. stuck for the rest of my life i'm like wow
1: yeah but see this is what i'm saying is that when i see this is my own judgment and i do it partly a little tongue-in-cheek i don't really like crazy resentments but when i see a dad at the arena you know in his like broncos gear and then there's the kid there that's in his patriots gear i'm like must be a disconnect there. Not not parenting very closely. Yeah, like, oh, you got a kid must not like you the way that my kids like oh. me. Sorry. Yeah, so it's funny story about that. There's a... Uh,
0: <laughs> I keep that one to myself, R.K. kid. Yeah. But I make it when I walk by. There's going to
3: be someone listening to this who's, like, sad. That oh, the they're like, the like, other, oh. The, yeah. There's a family I that sits in front of tried. us
0: at Nuggets games, and... They always wear nuggets gear. There's two you know, two parents, they bring their one of their sons normally, and then they'll bring another son sometimes, um, or his friend, and they just, you know, hang out. They're always cheering for the nuggets. And then last year it was the game against Golden State, or maybe two, you know, whatever whenever we could go to games. And it was the game Golden State had like fifty points in the first quarter. Oh, yeah, I remember. And them. both of their kids were wearing all Golden State yeah, stuff. Yeah, Of course. And the parents the best part is the parents looked at us and were like, give them as much shit as you possibly can. These guys are a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the parents were still wearing nuggets. <laughs> (laughs) they're like we buy them season tickets we bring them to all these games and then they're sitting here wearing fucking Steph Curry headbands who bought them those jerseys yeah that's probably the worst part (laughs) exactly they didn't
2: buy it themselves I can tell you that
1: um well and, and on this line getting back kind of to the dynasty thing cuz like I watch the Warriors win I kind of hate the Celtics just cuz I have this thing against Boston it's whatever Same. It's just I like I enjoy rooting against Boston
2: but um I enjoy rooting against anything on the east
1: and I kind of like the other thing is I kind yeah <laughs> I agree strongly agree <laughs> but I also have this thing where like I like the way the Warriors have done it it's like a homegrown team they're a model in many ways for how I think it's best to run an organization so I'm like all right I'll, I'll reward that especially in contrast to super teams, which is this era. So I'm rooting for him. But after the game, J.A. Adande, who I think is great, he's he's one of the guys I grew up on. I think he's fantastic at what he does. He put out this tweet that just like made me regret ever feeling good feelings about it. And he's like, man, LeBron and Steph's careers have intertwined. Wouldn't it be great if they matched up one four to four? Wouldn't it be great if they matched up? And I was like, no. <laughs> what? No, I don't want this. Like, It almost feels like Jurassic Park 9 or whatever we're on right now where they're like, you know what? Let's just keep Doing that. Fast (laughs) twelve. Yeah, fast twelve. Let's just keep (laughs) wouldn't it be great if now we brought them against it? Like, no, we already did
2: that three times. We did
1: exactly. (laughs) We actually have a whole trilogy of it. It wasn't that great. It was actually pretty lame. Um, all right, let's define what is a dynasty, because I think this is like one of the biggest arguments uh you can get into in sports. What constitutes a sports dynasty? And let's talk specifically
0: about the big four. Okay, the big four for me uh it's it's hard to get exact numbers right but i i feel like if you're winning or playing in more than half the championships over a six plus year period okay. i know that's very specific but it's basically saying like over a five to six year period you're either winning three of those championships or you're in mm. three of those super bowls etc cetera, et cetera. like the lightning right now with a win in this Right. Stanley Cup, which isn't going to happen, would would <laughs> essentially become a dynasty for right. me because it's been three, you know, it's been a couple of years over time. Patriots is an obvious dynasty, but that was like they weren't in it every single year, but they were pretty much in the AFC Championship game every single year. So
1: I think you're kind of getting at this. Three-peat to me is an automatic yes. dynasty. Yes. You
0: get a three-peat.
1: That's the easiest way to do it because there's no questions asked. You're in. But you're saying there's these other ways that you can get in.
0: Yeah, I'm saying like if you. If you were to win, like if the Broncos would have won a Super Bowl in 2003, 2002, 2003, something like that, like where it's like 97, 98, and Man, then 2003. Man, that's so far like, back,
1: though. That's like three What about that? Isn't
0: that the Warriors?
1: Kind of. Kind of. All right. Well,
2: when was their last one?
1: It was in 2018.
2: So four years? That's yeah. about the same thing, yeah. although this is their fourth, which is a little different. To me, I, I'm with you on this, but you have to have at least three. Oh, so you have to have a, a so you can't like win three. two and right. then get to four straight. Right, more. right. You never completed the dynasty, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, because like even, like even though it's only the dynasty, even
0: though it's only one. Like think, thinking about the Chiefs being in four straight AFC Championship games kind of sm- feels like but yeah, they don't yeah. feel like it at all. They of don't course, even sniff yeah. it to me. Yeah, yeah. right. They the Bills didn't they make four straight? Didn't win any? Or right, right. Yeah, they lost. On, it, yeah,
1: here?
2: exactly. So you have to. I think you have to win three. Um, the Broncos obviously you know never right. like they got there too and then john just retired that's a back-to-back yeah. right they could have had it so we haven't had one here the Avs, if they were able to just get one more in the mm. 96 to 01 mm. gap i think yeah. you would have been able to call that a dynasty
1: so i here's the one other qualifier so i think for me three in a row automatic you're in entry no questions asked you're in the other thing though i think is you have to have the same core players and i don't think there's a lot of examples mm. of this but there are some teams that like had a A dynasty or like a mini dynasty back to back lost a bunch of players almost rebuilt on the fly and then had a new team and you could almost connect them like you could almost bridge them but i'm like that's two different teams it's the same it's almost like two different different type of mini dynasties micro dynasties instead of one so there has to be your best player or some of your best players have to be the through line through this for me
2: right well the actual definition of dynasty oh wow literal (laughs) term is a, a sequence of rulers from the same family Oh, I like this. So you have to like keep that bloodline, yeah, right? There has be to bloodline. be a consistent bloodline.
1: There could you could change who the top dog is. Like, you know, you started as one thing, and then over time, this guy became the main guy. Like and this McKinnon
2: guy, passing it on to McCarr. If the Aznavur oh, had already won, one. oh
1: man! But now we're speaking. <laughs> to me, I think we have to be more solid than this. Like, to me, it has to be three and four, or four and seven. The reason I was going through a couple different ones of these, I think it's kind of what you're getting at. The three part is important, but to me, there are some guys that won. Like to your point, three out of seven. But to me, I'm like, I don't know, man. It's so fragmented. And then here's the big thing: the Celtics are the greatest example of this. I don't think the Lakers and Celtics had an '80s dynasty because I don't think another team could have a dynasty
0: inside your dynasty. That doesn't. Oh. That's inherently not a dynasty if it's somebody else ruled. rulers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's actually a good a good assessment. And I would pull this back to now. What if like the Warriors won? Back to like the family thing or the same people. Like what if the Warriors had Steph and Clay and Draymond for a 12-year period and every third year won one? I think that overall is a dynasty team. Like you could yeah. also break it out. Like granted, other other sports don't have those that long of careers and, right. and that many players right. together. But like to me, every title the Warriors win from now on, in the net, when Steph and Clay and Draymond are there, are one of the three at least. Yeah. That's still part of it. It could go another five, six, seven years.
1: There's one team thing, that I think makes an example of this. We'll get to in a second. That I'm, maybe I think proves your point. I'm just going to say thousand. this
2: about the Warriors. I think being the worst team in the NBA at one point in there breaks the chain. I mean, have, and now they have to start a new chain. God,
1: yes and no, though. Here's the problem. They were injured. I just that, that, to me that because I'm with you. One of my other qualifiers here is you, you have, have to, be to be competitive throughout. And I do think there's something too if you had the one year where everybody got hurt, it's like, okay, that like the plague descended What's on you crazy or something. Your about dynasty that, is had a-
2: that should have been an insane advantage for them that they were able to keep their core together and get the number right. one overall pick and it didn't even matter in this right, championship. Right, right. Which is crazy.
0: Yeah. One of the craziest stats I heard going back to the Warriors, I I think it's maybe it's nineteen and 0 now or twenty and 0. But Steve Kerr is, like, 20-0 in playoff series in the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah, it's, is, it's, like, it's ridiculous. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: They don't lose. I mean, that's the thing is, like, the only time they lost one, Draymond got suspended for a game or whatever. Like, they actually – the thing yeah. about the Warriors that sells. we can get into this now because the Warriors winning this one, I think it's a dynasty, but they kind of, like, aren't quite there. But I look at it, the games they lost, they won 73 games, which is a record, and they lost a little bit on a technicality. Andrew Bogie gets hurt, Draymond gets suspended, comes down to the final second of Game 7. And they lose, whatever, you lost, that's what happened. But I'm like, they were competitive enough for me to be like, they were as close as you can get to a title without getting it. And then in 2019, you lose Kevin Durant, he gets hurt. You lose Klay Thompson in the finals, he gets hurt. All right, again, I can comfortably say I think they would have won had those acts of God not happened.
2: So they've been to six of the last eight?
1: Yeah, they only missed 2019, or or no, they missed three. They missed 2019, 20, and 21. Okay, okay. So no, no, 2019. They were there. They didn't win. Yeah, they were. They made it. Yeah, you're right. They made it. So they only missed two. So the they've last been one. to six of eight. Correct.
2: Yeah. And they have four. I mean,
1: and the ones they lost were kind of like circumstances happen that are almost somewhat beyond their control.
0: Yeah. And I will say going back to your point is I do respect this dynasty because they just drafted these dudes like yeah. I respect. I respect this title maybe the most. Maybe the first one even more, right. but the KD ones I don't necessarily respect those same, titles, same, but it's they're still dirty, the same team. dirty. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this that that three of Clay, Draymond, Steph is just as much as it pains me to say it. It's insane. Yeah, what they can do, what they're doing in the playoffs and it
2: revolutionized the sport.
0: Revolutionized the sport. They did so many things that
1: one wildly entertaining. Like it would you know, be one thing if they were the most boring team ever, and we're like we have to suffer through it. Wildly entertaining, mostly homegrown. Uh, They have a cool identity. They've beat up up a bunch of super teams, which is part of what makes them good is they they can't be the evil empire when they kind of kept beating the new evil empires, which is kind of nice. So they have that built in. So to me, I just I'm comfortable saying they are. Let's get a couple more in here. Um, The Spurs. I'm going to stick to basketball for a second. Never won a back-to-back. They won in 99, 2003, 5, 7, and again in 2013. Wow. They won 50 games every single year for 18 years, so they were
0: always competitive. They never had a drop-off, but they never won back-to-back. Dynasty or no dynasty? That goes back to my point of it being the same core, it being Manu, Tony. You know, um, Was Robinson at the end of that beginning?
1: So he won in 99, but they won with the core you're talking about in 2003, 5, and 7
0: yeah that to me is three of five that's that's it they're
1: in it yeah
2: it's so weird because they were never i don't know the word scary like they were just they were like so methodical in the way that they beat you um
1: you're getting to a good i like this
2: that it uh, there's some sort of like fear part of it where it's just like oh this is a dynasty like you see them in the playoffs and you're just like you're in so much trouble. And you definitely felt I, that. I had that for the Spurs. You definitely did feel that for the Spurs, but there's just something weird about it, and I think it's it's the flash.
1: Boring! They yes. were boring is what you're getting at. Because, yes. yes, they would beat you, but they would beat you less in like a, oh, my God, we're just taking punches now. They would beat you as in the fourth quarter and we only scored 14 points, and yes. it's kind of lame.
2: When the Warriors beat you it's like oh my god yeah oh tidal wave you're almost humiliated yeah there's nothing we can do they're
1: dancing and this and that and really with it was positional they kept forcing you into tough contested shots and rebounding it and you're like well this is a bummer
2: i feel like there needs to be a a, like so 18 years is too long for a dynasty yeah like because they weren't the dominant team for that whole period and
1: there was a dynasty. the lakers had a dynasty in the middle of that so
2: so there's a weird thing there where it's like then there should be another word for like sustained yeah. dominance i agree i um, agree because a dynasty to me is like a burst um but the the patriots are kind of the same way where it's like they did i think they did get a at least one back to back but it was like then a break then another one then a break right. then another one
0: are the spurs a dynasty that that goes back to like my point of saying like over the time with the same core if you win if three if I I like the idea that three has to be a qualifier and especially if you've done it with the same team where and that's what makes sports so fun is because you have these bursts of other teams beating them where everybody's like rooting for the other team unless you're a Spurs fan and so I I do believe that's a dynasty like when you look back at because it kind of that imprint of your mind it's not necessarily the Spurs it's like you see Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan, and yeah. Popovich. And it's the same guys. You know, they're throwing in pieces here and there, but the, the general same guys and same roster is winning titles.
1: This next one, I think, is the hardest one. Eh, maybe it's not, B- because one of the questions I want to ask about the Spurs was was their dynasty 2003 to 7, or was it 1999 ni- to 2013 or 14? To seven. See, I kind of disagree with that, but this is where it gets hard. The next one, most uncomfortable one, my least favorite one, the New Orleans, uh, the New England Patriots. Now, they won in 2002, 4, and 5, then went 10 years without winning, and won in 15, 17, 19. Two separate dynasties. Two separate dynasties. Yes. Yeah, even I though it's the it. Tom
2: Brady, Billichick era? Yeah, but you can't have... Well, you said 10 years? Yeah, it's a 10-year gap. Crazy. Oh, I don't even remember. Four, but.
1: five, and then 15.
2: You can't have a 10-year gap in your dynasty. And they were good. Yeah. It wasn't like they were bad, but... It's two separate, and, and it is weird that it's the
0: same core right
2: but it's got to be two separate to me tom Especially brady tom
0: brady's a dynasty Let's just, <laughs> put it that, just put it that way I the brady it, family is is the dynasty that just continues to rule with the same ruler
1: that's what we needed. we right we do need to come up with another word because it is a dynasty but there's something different for they had two dynasties and it's an overarching whatever it is we're looking right for. they were
2: still in several afc yeah. championship games and that played in they several just, Super it diminished
1: there. for a while but yeah, they yeah. were good. This is tough. Let's hit a break. On the other side, I got a couple more of these just to kind of set us up before getting into the Colorado Avalanche, who are trying to start their own dynasty right now.
2: And you can bet on that. Well, you maybe you can't bet on them having a dynasty, but uh, you can bet on them ending the Lightning dynasty over at DraftKings Sportsbook can right I, now.
1: Can I tell you, I made a bet, and it wasn't on that, but I made a bet last night. In the moments after the Warriors, the, the confetti was falling, I made a bet on our Denver Nuggets to win. 15-1 to 1 on DraftKings last night. I, I made it i made the bet love that honest to god like i rarely do this but last night i was sitting there and i'm just thinking like why why can't they these I teams like, aren't
2: that good i like having that ticket too like i do too it's fun to have in the slip and i
1: want it to say june 16th on the bottom of it if, if i get to cash it next there year. you
2: go i wanted to get a Jokic mvp last night and then I went in there, and I'm like, oh, they finally uh, figured it out. He's only plus 800 uh, now. right? Um, anyways, bet. you can bet five on any NBA or sorry, any NHL Stanley Cup final game uh, and get $150 in free bets over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So throw it on the abs. And the best part is it doesn't matter if they win or lose, although we kind of know it's going to happen here. Um, they're going to win tomorrow night, and you can win – $150 in free bets just for placing a $5 or more bet on the Avs. Um, so get in on nice. that over at DraftKings and then use that $150 for whatever you please. Of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus first bet match. Each for $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x play through restrictions to apply. Impressive. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And are you
1: not impressed with that? I'm impressed with that. Yeah, you can
0: you can turn that. Oh, if you're listening to this podcast version, you can turn it back to 1x. <laughs> <laughs> That's got
2: to be crazy in 2x speed. Uh, also, if you want to watch the Nuggets uh, go on a championship run, as Adam has predicted next season, you're probably going to need Ivaca TV. Uh, our friends over at Ivaca have solved the issues that we've been having in Denver for multiple seasons now of not being able to watch the Avs or Nuggets on TV. If you get Ivaca, It's affordable, it's cheap, and you can watch the Avs, Nuggets, and Rockies on there, actually. So $25 a month, that's just the beginning of their programming. They have a ton more, plus $5 a month for your receiver. And when you use the code DNVR and you go to avaca.tv slash DNVR, you can get $10 off your first three months over at Avaca, so check them out.
0: It's crazy that, just a real quick plug of Avaca, that is why I get cable. Like I bought Directv right. a couple of years ago when I bought a house, so I could watch the Nuggets and watch the eight Rockies and the Abs. Yep. And that they literally do that for you for a fraction of the cost. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, I want to run through these real quick. Just give me like a yes or no. Sixty Celtics
1: won like eight in a row. They're an obvious yes. They go back to the '60s in all sports. There's like, I went back through hockey. There's like four teams that won over a 25 year period. There was nothing but. Well, no, and there's, there's like, like four 18s. teams. In yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, '80s Lakers is a tough one. Dynasty or no dynasty, they won um, – let me see here the order of this because I don't think they won in a row. You go 1980 Lakers, 82 Lakers, 85 Lakers, 87, 88 Lakers. So they win five yeah. in an eight-year period, but they only get back three to back. And four they did get though. a three and four. So do you count the whole
0: – I To me, I'm much more about want The same
1: guys, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that, – qualifies for me for sure it's, it's a 1980
1: a to 88 is the, the yeah just the 80s dynasty. is the lakers dynasty
0: yeah. 90s is the bulls
1: it is weird that the celtics get three in the, during that which That's is what i mean that, that
2: derails you have to start a new it's a one split
1: dynasty all right 90s bulls is that one dynasty or two
2: what are the years 91 to
1: 93 96 to 98
0: jordan retires in the middle of that that's why they don't win
2: two separate in my
0: opinion wow Oh, God, Jordan retiring. But it, to me, I just have to go back to the same players, same core. I, I'd Pittman, take it as one. Phil Jordan. Jackson
1: and Jordan. To me, that's one dynasty. It just had this weird break in the middle of it. Uh, that's one dynasty. 2,000 Lakers won three in a row, automatic qualification. We just talked about the Warriors. We go to NFL, Patriots. If you
2: get divorced <laughs> and then you've remarried <laughs> the person you divorce, <laughs> when's your anniversary? Oh.
0: How, how, how? When
2: somebody asks you <laughs> how long you've been married question. for, what do you say?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Took a little break there.
2: Total 14 years, but there's a little bit. You do, though. Think about it. <laughs> if
3: did, like you did, I think you'd say. Yeah, you'd yeah. be yeah.
1: like, we've been married 20 years from 1980 to, you know. <laughs> 90. <and> the, to <laughs> had 2012. Had a little break like, we like, Well,
2: we had a little break. So. <laughs>
3: yeah. I feel like people would make jokes about it. Like, the anniversary know.
2: is the new one, the most recent one.
3: Oh, well, that's a that's an even better one in the sense of, like, People now, instead of when you get married, that's what your new anniversary date is, not when you guys started dating, right? That's like course Well of course I, of, when you get it's married like that's a your anniversary date yeah, 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 yeah. And I do, in a dating this anniversary.
1: hypothetical scenario where you're divorced i feel like it you owe it to yourself to get remarried on the same day because if, <laughs> if, uh, <that's laughs> if you get remarried you're just going to the justice right you're just going you're just going to, no to the courthouse
3: oh, there's I no guess. way you have a second <laughs> ma- if you're if you, if like desperate for the <laughs> gifts if
1: my friend gets married the divorced marries the same person as like hey are you coming to the wedding it's in hawaii i'm like bro What We already did this. I'm not buying you the toaster. I'm not doing this. Like, hey, we're no. You know, people just say that they're vows (laughs) from
2: from '96.
3: (laughs) They're renewing their vows. I bet you that's how someone would put it if that were the case. Then if you get
0: remarried on the same day, isn't that like bad juju? Ooh, because you already you already We're, we've that. really
2: created a pickle for ourselves.
0: an <laughs> Does, unanswerable question. question: Does Sheila remember your dating anniversary? No,
1: of course not.
0: No,
3: well, because they're not. they're from high school.
0: Yeah, we go way back too far. That's like, yeah, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, see, I no we idea. I had an issue with this this past week actually. The whole <laughs> dating anniversary, and I was like, oh, should I celebrate this? And I'm like, oh, I'm married now. And then I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should at least mention it.
2: So it it came and went.
0: Yeah. How uh, how'd you approach it? Uh, well, actually, it's funny because she had it on the calendars the wrong day. Oh. Oh. The wrong day you're dating. But then, and then I made a comment about it, and then I was like, "Well, you said it was the wrong day. I know what day it is." And then it turned into me being wrong uh, <laughs> somehow, and, and, so, and it was the whole thing. But
1: one of those, the, one of those arguments you won but lost for winning. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, you, you lose every <laughs> like argument. Like my fault. Either the first part or the second being part? Being correct about this, I should have been wrong with you. Uh, we just talked about the Patriots. The Cowboys have an interesting one as well because they didn't win in a row they went in 93 94 but then again in 96 i guess that's three and four we'll call them Are we call them that a dynasty three and four 94 yep. 95 yeah all right um we got 49ers won four four in the 80s in a decade i feel like that qualifies them <coughs> and then the seven Any back sailors. to backs? Um what was it? Let me let me look here. I can't remember what it was. San Fran gets 82 85 89 90. Yep. And then it yeah, gets a 95. long one so um, and then the last one, you have the 70 Steelers. They won them in a row. Giants, three of five. Was that one for baseball?
2: And theirs was every other. It was every other year. So no, no back-to-backs. Back back backs. That?
0: Uh, it kind of didn't feel like a dynasty to me, but. I don't know. Baseball it just, like, doesn't feel like it can have dynasties because they it's constant. It's so many different players that make, you know, like you have that one year where. Like the Cubs, where everything comes together, they win it. Right, right. And then it's like, are they, you know, everybody leaves, gets more money? I feel like yeah, baseball is the worst lot, sport yeah. of that, where it's like those guys just go get paid because There's they no won salary a salary cap. They won a World Series. Um,
1: I think the only one I saw in the modern era, though, was the Yankees in the 90s. They won four or five. It's a dynasty, so yep, you got to hand it. Sure. To them. Uh, and then lastly. NHL, Tampa Bay, currently on one. Oilers win five. Wait, in the, they aren't currently on Currently one working towards one. Yes. We're trying to, trying to win one. Oilers win five in the 80s. The Islanders win four in a row in the 80s. And then in the 70s, you get the Canadians. But outside of that, that's what's crazy. I don't think there's another hockey dynasty in the last, like, 30 years. In you got got couple of back-to-backs. That's it.
2: The ABS were so close. In that gap, they went to two Western Conference Finals, lost in Game 7. Right,
1: right. An alternate university. They very
2: lot. easily could have gotten one more, and we would have called it.
1: Um, and then in college, it's different because guys aren't around for that long. In basketball, Florida got two, Duke got two, UCLA won like 10 in a row, but you have to go back to the 60s and 70s, so I don't know. Alabama, is Alabama dynasty football?
2: Yes. Yeah. Like the, the most dynasty.
0: To me, it's- But none of back to back though. Yeah. It's also impressive when really? they, because they've played in how many title games in a row? yeah that's it they're always in them like if they don't win
1: it they yeah they lost in the title game. how many do they have so since they started the first one comes in 2009 so you win in 09 11 12 so you do get one back to back 15 17 and 20
0: yeah i feel like so that we definitely have the qualifier of Six you have to 11. win three but i feel like it's it's when that when they're at the beginning of the season when you're talking about a season and you're like that team's going to be there every single year at least in the final four of their certain sport that doesn't make a dynasty but that helps push something towards that where it's like fuck we know alabama football is going to be in the college football playoff to me
2: it's the least it's the least difficult one because college football to me more than anything you can capitalize on momentum because you oh. have the best players, you get the best players. Yeah. You have the best players, you get the best players, and you just keep it rolling. Um, but at the same time, it's also the scariest dynasty to me. Like, they are the most dominant, scary team of my lifetime. It's just like, right. they're going to win. Like, right. even if they don't, it's a massive upset. Every game, not just every season, every right. game.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, they have in-division games where they're like a 30-point favorite. Yeah. And it's yeah. like
1: basketball because of the tournament i think it's just too hard like i don't i don't think we'll see a three-peat so uh, to me two is good enough duke has that florida has that nobody else has that so two yeah. to me is almost the dynasty for college basketball and think college
2: is so difficult because you're, you're you know your players are only staying for one maybe two right, years
0: right right yeah that florida was at the cory brewer joe kim noah don't you remember that's an iconic uh, team to yeah. me to me
1: yes. i was like Dude, that's a dominant college team a very memorable one and it was two and it's like yeah that's billy the donovan Billy Donovan, the head coach there. Um, all right, let's get into the abs here. So we'll talk Denver Dynasty. I thought it was funny last night. Ruto put out the tweet where he's like, basketball can have their dynasties. Hockey, we're looking to stop one. And I'm sitting here thinking, I would have, my initial thought would have been, we're trying to start one. Cause I look at this abs team uh, and I go, they're really good. And there's something to, I have so much respect for, I'm a new hockey guy, but I have so much respect for Tampa Bay cause watching them play, it's like I already get it. They're a really talented team, not as talented as the Avs, but they just have the institutional knowledge. They're just the team that you can so tell that they're a team that have been there and been there. So I almost like have this respect for them. But it's this respect that comes with a, like, I respect that I have to beat you because I just feel like the Avs are as good. And I look at them and I go, I don't know. I see this as the start, potentially as the start of a new dynasty.
2: It very well could be. Um, the one thing about hockey and the reason why the lightning are on this doorstep right now is their goaltender. Yeah. And it's the reason why the abs were like right. that, you know, from 06 to 01, or, you know, even right. beyond that a little bit. And that's the one thing that makes me hesitate with the abs. But if a basketball team had two of the five best players in basketball, you're saying like this team has what it takes to become a dynasty, right. you know, who's going to stop them. And that's where I'm at with the abs. Like McCarr and McKinnon are two of the five best players in hockey. And so, If they get over this hump, I feel like it's just going to catapult them into like a, oh, we're just better than everyone, so let's just go be better than everyone.
0: Yeah, that's the exact mode the Lightning are in right now. Like, they've won two in a row. They get down uh, three to two to Toronto, gone. They get down three to one, gone. They get down two nothing to the Rangers, win four in a row. Like, they, they have that. Aura yep. about them where when the Celtics went up two one like the Celtics are a really good basketball team but I was like it's the Warriors they're not right. they're not going away and so like you said it's the Abs getting over that hump of okay they lost in the second round they lost in the second round they finally won in the second round then they want they just swept their way through the Western Conference Finals now they're like it, it, if they come back next year with relatively the same team which is part of the hardest part of making a right. dynasty right. they're they're young enough they're talented enough to where it's like yeah we just did it. Why, how? Why not us? Why can't we do it again? There
2: also has to be this special type of buy-in in a dynasty where guys want to be a part of a dynasty. Yeah. Tom Brady is the perfect example. Now, not everyone can be married to an international supermodel who's yeah. making millions and millions herself. Right. But he took less money at every turn. You know, there's there was a time when Case Keenum and Tom Brady were right next to each other in terms of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL when Case Keenum was a Bronco. And so there has to be like. McKinnon's already on a super team-friendly deal. He's about to get a new one. Is that is that going to be team-friendly again? Nazem Kadri. Does he just say, like, I love Denver. I want to stay around. Val Nachushkin, Those things. Like, you have to have a little bit of screw the money. Let's get the wins.
1: Right. It does take, like, that special salary cap-wise especially. It takes yeah. that. I
3: kind of feel a little... Does like- that but Go if ahead. you look at the abs right now, you've got uh, Gabriel Landeskog on a long-term That's contract, Miko Rantanen in on, on a long-term contract, Sam Gerrard on a long-term contract, Nathan McKinnon's contract it comes up in the next year, this season. And they'll get it. and so you'll see there. Kael is a while. Yeah. Yeah. too. So you have them right now. You have them locked <clears throat> in.
1: So yep. You don't
3: have the Nazem Kadri's Darcy Kemper is locked but in. But those
1: guys, as much as I love them, are the guys that can kind of change pieces with it still being the same dynasty.
2: And that fits what we were just talking about on the Broncos podcast of once you have a system in place, right. you can just keep cycling guys in who fit the system and you're creating the next Valen right. right. Chushkin. Exactly. was considered a bust. Right. He comes in and you're just like, play yes. alongside I mean, the best Andrei players in the world. Coffee. And all of a sudden he's good. He had a
0: full season with zero, uh, zero goals and zero penalty minutes. Was His last season, yeah. And and that's why the Warriors are as who the fuck is Jordan Poole and then he's good. Th- he's good But yeah, no, but, but nobody thought that coming out right. you, who, Andrew Wiggins was a bust and, and then himself. he was almost a finals yeah. MVP level player
3: You see that with Andre Barakowski too on the abs. It yep. was a nobody before or he wasn't a nobody a he was struggling too. before yeah.
1: so Here's what here's the the arc of a, of a dynasty Usually the first one you, you have to get over the hump and it could be really hard really hard That's what the abs are in. They're trying to get over the hump. I feel like the second one's the easiest because it's almost like you were young enough and hungry enough that you still want it, but you're also like confident from this last one where yep. you're like, so much of a team like the Avs, it's can they be confident when their back's against the wall and this or that, because does it remind you of past failures or this or that? But once you get over the hump, you're just kind of like, it, it, we saw this with the Warriors, to your point, when they got down to the Celtics. They got down uh, several times in this playoffs or some team was beating them, and they're just like, dude, we're, this, we're the Warriors. We know what we're doing. And I feel like the Avs, I honestly believe this watching them. They're so much better than every other team. Like, when I watch it, they're just so much better. Once they have that final piece of confidence like we did it, I kind of feel like they might go on a crazy... If they get over this one, I feel like next year they might go on a crazy run.
0: Yeah, and something you spoke to, you said Young. And that's a, there's two types of championship teams. There's a championship team that's like the Warriors when they won their first one. It's like, holy shit, this team's really good. Yeah. Now this could happen for a long time. And then there's the ones that are put together by, you know, like...
2: Peyton Manning and DeMarcus Yeah, exactly where, yeah. where it's yeah.
0: like we have to do it this year or right. else this right. team, you know, and and yep. then we saw what we saw the last six years. So I think being obviously being young makes it makes it easier to go on in year to year, but like having your the Av's three two, three best players are still in their twenties. Right. I have a lot of
1: respect for Tampa Bay. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I'm not the Aves guy, so if there's like Tampa Bay people that tune in, like this is not me like I just watch the gabs kind of casually. I really enjoy them. But if it they is, get, in, I do think if they get over this one though, it propels. Like I get so excited for next year.
2: It's almost like you can steal the dynasty energy, oh, right? You're, I like, like this. you're like, oh you thought, now yeah. it's ours, and now we're gonna take it and run with it. The ring it's we like pass, the ring or yeah, something. Like, <laughs> exactly. Um, one thing I will say about the lightning though is people don't talk about being scared of the lightning. They talk about being scared of Vasilevsky. Like mm. Uh, when any conversation that's about the lightning is like rarely about stamkos and all these other guys it's like vasilevsky right. how can can you solve him can you beat him he's you know close out games he's given up one goal on 200 right. shots like all these right. crazy stats um and so it, i'm trying to think of like an example a crossboard example it, it, it almost, He's too young, but it kind of reminds me of Brady. Like, you're not worried about the Patriots. Yeah. You're worried about Brady. Ooh,
0: well, it was like that. It was like the Giants' little run. Like, you were worried about Madison Bumgarner. And that's about right. as close to me as it gets now. Granted, they can only pitch every four or five days. But yeah. hockey is the one sport to me where you can have one player truly die. Do- I mean, the, the LA Kings never win, never even sniff titles without Jonathan Quick. Yep, And he was the reason. And he wins the Conn Smythe. He, there, he was the reason they won it. And like you said, you know they have great players. They have Hedman. They have Braden Point. They have Vasil They have um, Stephen Stamkos. But Vasilevsky is the the key cog in this entire team. it's kind of an interesting little detail here.
1: I'm curious, like maybe the Avs, though, as this era evolves, maybe they end up getting or finding the young. I mean that's the, that's the one piece that sometimes it gets. But that would be like the KD piece for the Avs, where if they found. Either a young or somebody, a veteran, came in just because they wanted to win, and you're like, now it's unfair.
0: That's a perfect point. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if somehow, like, a guy like he's never leaving the Rangers, but Shesterkin's a great goalie. If he was like, yo, hey, oh, I want to play for the Avs, it's like, holy shit, this team just won a title. Yeah we might we, um, might we might never we, lose yeah no they might never lose again and yeah. that's kind of how you felt with the warriors when yeah. they got kd you're like how the fuck do you beat this and, team? and they were right it was also like, well.
2: any goalies out there who are going to be free agents i would highly recommend that you take so much less work when you play for the abs oh yeah you only have to make like 25 saves yeah. in a game maybe yeah. i was
3: gonna say if you are a free agent looking at the abs <laughs> you're like oh my god let me go play on that team yeah. mm-hmm. every player that has come to play on the abs their game has elevated just being around the work ethic, everything. It's just amazing.
1: Colorado such a cool hockey town, too, man. I really think, I really believe oh, it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go into the other ones, though, because Nuggets, Broncos, which team do you think? I, again, one championship would be good for, for both mm-hmm. of those teams, but is there a team that you feel is maybe best set up to create sustained success, maybe even a dynasty?
2: I mean, one one of these teams has the best player in its league. Right. And that's obviously Nikola Jokic. So if they were able to get over the hump, you know, that's an organizational hump, right? Right. It's never happened. Right. They've never even been to the finals. So if they were able to, to do that, and you just think about the ascension that would have to take place for that to happen. We already know Jokic is somehow probably going to be even better next year than he was this right. year. He does it every year. But, like, for the Nuggets to win a championship, that means Jamal Murray – Elevated to right. bona fide superstar, Michael Porter Jr. was healthy and was a massive contributor, and so it's like, well, yeah, if all if those planets align, you could see them going on a run. Someone in the comments said, "Jokic is the only one that anyone's scared of." I disagree. Yeah, uh, yeah. ask the Utah Murray, Jazz uh, I mean, and the yeah, LA Clippers fans about yeah. that. Jamal yeah. Murray scored fifty points twice in a playoff series, yeah. so everyone like that's definitely scary.
0: Yeah, and. Uh, piggybacking off our case point they have three young you know Jokic is still young ish like he's getting to his prime of his career but they have three players that in their own right could take over a game yeah and they have they could have a Warriors like Ascension where nobody really thought you know that everybody's like oh Steph's pretty good Clay's pretty good like but these guys are bona fide good now they just need to be healthy yeah. I think Jokic got over the hump that we're talking about as an indiv-
1: individual. He's still, they're still like, we don't know how he performs in a finals. That's a whole different level. So we'll see. I, I still think obviously there's a lot of boxes to check, but I do feel like there was something that clicked in his brain where he's like, I'm better than everyone that tries to guard me. Mm-hmm. And now he plays with a different level of confidence. And his scoring went from 22 points per game to 26, 27. And I think that there was, it was just a switch that flipped where he's like, these guys can't guard me at all. So I, and I feel like if the Nuggets were to get one, say they come out next year and win, I think it would be similar to what I'm talking about with the Avs, where all of a sudden, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, all these other guys, like everything's so much easier because they're like, oh yeah, that's right, we're the best. And now we get to play to the maximum of our skill set, and we would see such a different level of this exact same team. Yep. You've also got Bones Highland, who's young and could be around. Michael Porter, who we haven't really seen unlocked, so maybe there's even young pieces there that could grow. Um, Broncos... Russell Wilson's a winner. Here's yeah, <laughs> no one no thing. one's
2: won more than Russell Wilson since he's been in the league, which is pretty was That's pretty insane. special in terms of just winning percentage. Um, but I don't think any NFL team is putting together a dynasty anytime soon, um, which is awesome for the health of the NFL. Just look at the quarterbacks around right now. It's Mahomes, it's Allen, it's Burrow. Then you still have Brady, and you still have Rogers, and you've got Russell Wilson, and you've got Justin Herbert, and it's just like. There are so many good teams out there that I don't think anyone's putting together a dynasty. And The other thing I'll say about the Broncos is they definitely need more top, top-tier talent. Um, I would put Russ in that category. I would put Justin Simmons in that category, and I would put Pat Surtain in that category. Now let's go back to 97-98. It's John Elway, Terrell Davis. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. It's, you know, I guess I probably wouldn't put Rod Smith or Ed McCaffrey in, like, the top, tier. They're top really good, tier, but you know? yeah, yeah. They're not. Then you have, like, multiple offensive linemen who fit into that. Then you have Steve Atwater. Like, you just go down this list of, guy, of who were the top, the top, top tier players, and there was a ton. So the Broncos need more of that, in my opinion, to even be able to start dreaming of are that. Are they coming like, can from dream within? of one.
1: Are they coming from within, in your opinion, or are they coming from moves?
2: I think George Payton has shown a really great knack for drafting, um, so it could definitely come from there. But Like your, as Judy,
1: could we be talking at the end of yes. this year that
0: we're like, you know what, Judy is a top receiver. Well, yes. I think that's – they had – the Broncos finally got the one position, obviously it's yeah. clean, play, clear as day if you watch a Broncos game the last five years or been a fan, you right. know what they needed. Now they have it to where I, – I think people this year are going to – like Cortland Sutton is a good fucking receiver. Yep. Tim Patrick is a good receiver. Jerry Judy is a, could be a really good receiver. Like, they're super deep. Somebody's getting cut there that's Travis Fulgham's, like, the sixth or seventh receiver, and the dude tore up the league for, like, Three six, weeks. seven weeks. <laughs> right. You know, like, there's guys on this team that will be unlocked that I think, you know, the league's already talking about the Broncos a ton again, which we love. But I think there's going to be a lot of players that are like, wow, you know, Albert Okwabianom could be a Julius Thomas with, with a Russell Wilson versus, like, somebody throwing him a, a flat route through, you know, the, there's guys yeah. on this team that could be unlocked. What's Javante
2: Williams when the defenses are stacked for to right, play against right, the pass, right? You know?
0: Yeah. I think the, the Broncos have a, that untapped potential that they now, now it's like, they have no excuse. Yeah. Like if if those guys, if the, any of those players, if they're healthy all year and they're not good, they're just not good. I a hundred percent agree. And that's why like with
2: Jerry Judy, it's like, he could be a pro bowler this year. He also could right. be a
1: bust. Oh, he could go, he could swing hard either direction. Do you, with the Broncos, so in basketball, I don't know, careers are longer, this or that. With football, do you feel like there's maybe more urgency to start the clock now in the dynasty? Meaning, do they need to win like now or next year in order for it to be an extended
2: window? It depends on how long you think Russell Wilson's gonna play. Well, and how long, like eight years or can something? he sustain the way that Brady and right. Rodgers have? Because then he's got like ten years. That's a long um, time. Um and you're gonna have three different iterations of the Broncos during that stretch. Right. And what's crazy is like it's when you look at even Peyton Manning, now he took a just a nosedive that last year, which is kinda crazy to think they won that year. Um, but most of these guys are playing at a Super Bowl level. Tom Brady's obviously the ultimate unicorn, but like Aaron Rodgers is still playing back to back right. M V P yeah. so it's clearly doable to play well that long. Um I will just, it's its different. When Peyton Manning came here, it was like, they got to start winning right now. Right. Because you had four years, you know. With Russ, I'm saying six to eight. Just, I don't want to set the expectations too high. But that means you've got a chance to go through, like, a whole cycle and then redo it. I mean, even the technically, John Elway was able to pull that off during the four years of right. Peyton Manning, right? Best offense in the league, that awesome, didn't work. Yeah. Give me the best defense in the right.
0: league. Yeah, and I think... Point, going to that point of the best, getting the best defense in the league and building that, the Russ move was so late in the whole window of where players were going to sign. Like, I think if other players out there, free agents, whoever, whatever the Broncos determine that they need after this year, if this is a team that makes the playoffs, has a playoff run, or even you know, even if they lose in the first round, other players are going to want to build on that. And football is the game where you know like basketball you can add pieces and obviously with these superstars moving and making super teams it's a little different now but football it's like when the broncos added talib tj ward and demarcus ware in a matter of two days everybody's like holy shit this is this is legit legit and you can do that in the nfl right right
2: and in the nfl it really feels like guys will will do the discount to win thing especially those late career players
1: We've had in the city of Denver teams that felt more likely to win than the Broncos or Nuggets do right now. I mean, the Avs feel really like they just have this great shot, especially at extended winning. But I don't we've never had all three like this is the best window we've had of the three of them and the Rockies, sadly the one you know stepchild of it all but this really does feel like the weirdest where we're talking about three teams not just winning but having extended success we'll see if that translates to the ultimate success once twice three times in a row whatever it is but um it's you, pretty cool to see
2: was it a couple weeks ago you did have a topic about that right how many in the next five years
1: we didn't do it on the show okay. but it was like a kind of a loose question should we ask ask it on the other side let's do it all right uh, We'll do a break because I want to do that. Then I want to end with just kind of talking about the best players to root for for a, for a fan base and kind of talk about where Denver is and where they have an opportunity. Because I actually think this whole thing ties together with we're actually in an opportunity for some of the best threads, like career mm-hmm. arcs for some key players that I think is pretty cool. All
2: right. Uh, first, let's give a shout out to Manscaped. It's like 100 degrees out all weekend. Oh, wow you can't be leaving the house without a little bit of crop preserver. And then when you come back to the house, you got to have a little crop reviver, uh, two great products, anti chafing, anti odor, awesome, awesome stuff. And honestly, like once you start using these products, you'll wonder why you went this far in your life without them. And that's not even talking about the lawnmower 4.0, which is an awesome product as well. Uh, but head over to manscaped, use the code DNVR for 20% off plus free shipping and get in on some of their great products. It's not just the lawnmower. It's all of their uh, ancillary products as well.
1: We're also presented today, guys, by Breckenridge Brewery, the hometown craft beer, the Colorado Avalanche. They're celebrating this historic winning season with people who have supported this community throughout such a challenging year by gifting Avs tickets to a pair of community stars. Each home game during the playoffs, even, yes, this Stanley Cup Finals, we invite you to nominate a stellar community member, an Avs fan who should get the chance to celebrate at a playoff game this season. Each home game, we will hook up a fan and a friend with tickets, gear to match, and, of course, the drink of the season, Avalanche Amber Ale. Avalanche Amber Ale. Um, uh, Breckenridge Brewery also donate a portion of all proceeds of sales of Avalanche Amber through the playoffs to the community fund Boulder County to m- benefit the Marshall Fire victims. Visit breckbrew.com to nominate a community star and send them to the Avs playoff game. All right.
2: Uh, do you think like anyone's nominated me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been nominated a lot of. T- you probably disqualified from this. Come on. <sighs>
2: That seems unfair. That does. Seem I just right. want to know if I've been nominated. That would be good to know. <laughs> yeah, reach it? out to the people at BRAC. The le- reach out, let them know. Don't
1: accept this nomination. <laughs> this is a burner account of RK. Um, let's ask it real quick. Just this, this kind of like, if we handicapped, what is it, two thousand or twenty twenty two? Let's talk about the twenties. We got eight more years of the twenties. If you were to handicap, how many championships the city of
0: Denver would get? What would you set the line You're the handicapper here? What would you set the line at? I would set the line. Fuck! If if the if I do this, if the Avs win, when the Avs win the Stanley Cup this year, I set the line at three and a half. Right oh, now, right it's right now, right now it's two and a half. But so the odds are that. like
1: way different than okay. Yeah,
0: to me, if if you get that one this year, the fucking Avs could do that by themselves <laughs> in the next before you know two thousand
1: thirty. I think two and a half is a healthy line. We yeah. always. Over, I mean, like winning a title just takes so many. Th- Not only do you have to have the right team to do it, but then you just have to avoid the crazy injury, the crazy bounce, the crazy call. Like these things are, I think, more on a razor's edge than we ever like. Two and a half.
2: We got one in the two thousands. One in the We got one in the twenty tens. So, getting three is really hard. Really hard. That's an all time decade for a it sports is, city. It'd
1: be oh, so the 90s were better, right? Because you get the ABS three. one and you get, yeah, so it's three. So, yeah.
2: that's And then you also have a Buffs National Championship and Buffs in there. Champ-
1: that's yeah, there you the go. best decade in the history. So, you get Denver three and a half. History. It was a split title.
0: No, it wasn't. <laughs> um,. That's where you get the half and then you push on a half. That would <laughs> yeah, be the, fir- push, the like, first ever it. push on a half in, in the history half. of the world. I'll absolutely take a half
2: championship for the Bucs <laughs> again. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a that's like a your sports town USA uh, if you get three in a decade, in my opinion.
1: I t- I would take the under on this. And it's not that I'm like pessimistic. I just know how hard it is. I think if you told me that's two and a half, I would say the likeliest outcome is an abs two titles. The third one then becomes almost split between a Broncos, Avs, Nuggets title, um, which again could happen. And there's always a little bit of edge that maybe the Avs only get one and the Broncos pick up. But two and a half, I, I think I would probably just take the under on that. It's too hard.
2: Crazy things can happen, though. I mean, think about the, t- the 2000s. The Rockies almost just snuck in there out of yeah. nowhere and won one.
1: Oh, man. The Rockies being the team that pushes it over yeah. the edge. It's just like, what? <laughs> if, Who if, saw this coming?
2: We, I actually have like a little feeling that during this run that we're currently going to be in, where the Avs are are (laughs) dominant, I'm not going to say a championship, don't worry. But I have a feeling that the Rockies are just going to get a random really good season.
1: And we're going to have like the greatest year in Denver sports history. There's
2: going (sighs) to be four out of four, all in the playoffs.
1: What's the greatest year in Denver sports history so far?
2: It's
0: got to be 98.
2: Well, you could say like the calendar year of 96
1: to 97, right? Yeah, that would... we're kind of i guess yeah
2: i feel like it does like the abs get it and then the the broncos get the very next nfl yeah
1: yeah all righty i'll go with it so then you think there's a year that might even surpass that you get all four teams that were grabbing 96 was like the worst year the nuggets
2: ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and who knows what the Rockies were doing that year. Um
1: That'd be so cool. I'm not, I'm going to say it. like it would be so cool to have we really have never had it with all four teams at the same time sort of vibing. It would be it would be so dope. And it, honestly, I'm- Denver being such a transplant city Sometimes one year of that could be the thing that stems it, where it's like, hey, everybody remembers the summer of 2025. That was just a magical year across yep. the
2: city. Also, I I think every good city is a transplant city. Of course. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Exactly. Um, I, I, I've said this before, though, but I want to say it again. I truly believe the Avs championship influenced the Broncos two championships that followed. Um, oh, I love this take. In the way that John Elway <sighs> was here – been here since 83 he had gotten them to yeah. the championship never gotten it
1: yeah. all of a sudden
2: the Avs walk into town hoist yeah. the cup in year one in elway and the broncos are just like hell no we can't let this, this is our town yeah. we have yeah. to step it up and so i i legitimately believe that that energy carried over and i think it can happen again
1: do you think it's happened already because like the Avs have built this good team the Av- the nuggets have built this good team do you think there was or do you think the Broncos are just existing in a vacuum on this?
2: I think there's definitely a, there was added pressure on the Broncos to make a big splash and they did it. And I and like Russ is, you know, he's a great part of this whole thing. He's going to the Avs games wearing a McKinnon sweater, but I legitimately think like if the Avs win, he's going to be jealous. Right. And be like I got to do this too. I love that. I'm I'm with it.
0: Yeah, they're going to enjoy that championship parade and then and then want a piece of it themselves cuz I think if the Broncos win it, what? They would just be McManus. That, that's that was one. on the last They're one. Yeah, are carryover. Yep. That's Vaughn cra-
2: Miller and, and McManus were the last two.
0: It's
1: crazy. I, there's also a Cronky level thing here of like, you know, they won it with the Rams. You win it with the Avs, and you have the Nuggets here. I do wonder if there becomes – I wonder if it changes their perspective at all. Like, I, I just wonder – You would never know their mind frame or how they operate, but I do wonder if there's this thing of like – you become the celebrated owner and you get to like walk around every arena just kind of like, oh, you guys aren't like us where we win everything. And I just, it makes you almost more addicted to it or this or that. Yeah. I Uh,
0: mean, if the Avs have one, that's two and... One year, one year for Cronky, yeah, and then it could be you know, and like you got the
1: nuggets coming up, so there's a chance that you end up they end up winning a few and may, and again, I don't know you're, you're like starting to project my own feelings into a billionaire who seems to have no emotions, but <laughs> you never know how they would react, but you never you win a lot like that, and all of a sudden you get heralded by everyone. Maybe it's a thing that happens.
2: You like. have to have like a checkbox where you're like, I want all of my teams to win a championship.
1: You would think, man, you would think you would want that, but who knows? um, Steph Curry winning this and winning it the way he did, and he cries after he wins, it made me think that being a Warriors fan, I know a lot, being Warriors fans, there's been few players who have been so rewarding, as rewarding as Warriors fans have been for watching Steph. He's an underdog. He's fun as hell. Wins a lot. Giving you all these great memories. And then he has this added benefit that very few players of his caliber have, which is he's been underrated Every year including this one Like even now Even going into this year People were like The Warriors will never win it Steph will never win it again This or that And you're like And they smack everyone So he had the be- benefit Of being good enough to You always have people doubting And you always get to prove them wrong So to me He has an arc That is unlike All but two players I think Chicago fans Rooting for Michael Jordan Probably had the single greatest Arc yeah. you could have You He was as fun as anybody As popular as anyone And he'd never let you down Once he reached the top You get almost a whole decade of it and you know obviously tom brady gave the city of boston 20 years of you yep. know we were in it every single year i think those are the only two players that i look at the player city combo and say they had a better arc um from start to finish
2: by the way speaking of championship energy carrying over you just reminded me the the boston uh energy that right. brady brought washed off on the red sox it did on the Bruins as well. Right. Um, and then he goes to Tampa, and the same thing happened. Oh, happens. my God.
1: We got to get Tom Brady. Come I, here. Damn
2: it. He actually has a crazy track record. Like, everywhere he's lived in his entire life, they've won a championship while he lived there. That's absolutely um, insane. He is a warlock. He really is. But, yeah. Uh, I but mean,
1: let's go to Denver, though, first here. Because you understand the concept. It's the idea of, like, who was the most rewarding person in Denver to root for. Ever? Yeah. I think it's an easy one, personally. John yeah. Elway. John Elway has the Michael Jordan storybook. It's to a lesser extent, but where he gave you lots of fun, even though there was heartbreak in it for a lot of that, it was fun basically from start to finish. There was like one or two years in there that kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it was fun. There was great memories. And then it culminated with
0: two titles, but Walk Off into the Sunset. like Yeah, and I think this may be a little bit of a... An overstatement, but I think if Nikola Jokic wins a title, I think that blows John Elway out of the water. You think it
2: blows him out
1: of the water? Uh, in terms of for,
0: most fun for, to follow, yeah, most fun to follow, most fun to root for, underdog, constantly getting shit talk. He's co- his Steph. Him yeah. and Steph are the same. Yeah, yeah. like if Nikola Jok- and granted, I think, I, I think the only thing holding that back is there's obviously great Nuggets fans in Denver, and a lot of them. I think when you look at it based on the Broncos fan base, it's right, completely right. different, and then you just can't control that. But I think for those of us that are. Nuggets fans and and like and just they put all sports on about the same level everybody likes a little thing something a little bit more I think Nicole Jokic blows that out of the water with the heartbreak the game 82 loss then losing his teammates still fighting through it and then winning a title Back, I think that just changes everything. improbable MVP like yeah there's a lot there
2: one thing I'll say about Elway though is it had this really cool wasn't cool I'm sure during it I was a little too young to know but there's a big gap there where Elway loses a bunch and then they don't even get back to one for seven, eight years. Right, and,
1: and there's I, some really there's like a four win year in there. that that's right. like some bad ones. And
2: I guarantee you, at some point in there, people said Elway's never going to do it. Oh yeah, for sure. We haven't reached a point right now where anyone's ever saying Jokic could never win a title. Yeah, and e- so yeah. that like Elway then getting over it once and then doing it back to back is just like the ultimate fu to the everyone who doubted him. Um, but I agree. Jokic to this point, and I've said this before, but he's my favorite athlete I've ever watched because of that. Like he, yeah. he keeps paying it off for us. You yeah. you invest into Jokic, and then he pays it back.
1: The other thing about Elway, though, and again, I was like I grew up with Elway. This was this was my first like hero. He had so many comeback wins that it did he had the Jordan thing where I just kind of felt like they were always going to win they'd be down oh. 10 points in the fourth and I'd be like well this can be dope <laughs> like yeah. well, we'll see how this yeah. plays off because I know it's going to to me he's number one I think Sakik might be number two in large part because he's won a lot his teams were always good there was rivalries he's a very likable guy I think Sakic might be number two
0: like best arc if you were just saying you're a super fan was it most rewarding well and he's about to go into the win it as a player and then GM for that Which really same cool. team and win Which it again. Would. Yeah, yeah. I mean oh. that 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 echelon of just him as a person puts him right up there. I think in in Colorado sports.
2: The only thing I'll say about Joe is he was so quiet that. You missed out on a little, like Patrick Waugh was out there talking he was shit around every corner.
1: He was it, three for me for that exact reason. Yeah. Was, I was like, he's a little crazy. He's more like the crazy uncle, but.
2: And that's, that's sick when that guy's yeah. on your side, you oh, know? For and like, sure. he's in there talking about, I can't hear him because I've got two rings yeah. in my ears. Like, that's epic. Yeah. Whereas Joe was like the classic captain quarterback style, like never say anything wrong, just go by the book. Right. I don't know how much that changes it. Um, but,
1: but you know what though? To me, this is almost the Steph Draymond thing, where Steph is kind of the quiet one, and Draymond's the one talking trash, and everybody loves Steph the mo, you know, the more. That's
2: true. I also will say this though, while Joe Sakik was incredibly clutch, Patrick Waugh literally always right. played right. his best in the biggest games. Right. And so that's like if you're if you're a Patrick Waugh stan, and you're like, if Twitter existed on Twitter, just being like, yeah, just wait, just wait for the big game. He's gonna right. shut him out, like or right. whatever. Get close. That that was a sick part of Patrick Wall,
1: and then after that, I have Manning. It was such a short run, but I mean, are you kidding me? The three first three years that were not even the championship year. The championship year to me was by far the least, least fun. fun of the Manning years. But the first three were like so absurdly fun that they might have been my favorite three years of football ever.
0: Yeah, hit him coming over and not nobody knowing what to expect. But after a playoff run, a team that or not a playoff run, a a playoff appearance yeah. with Tim Tebow, everybody was like. This team is close, and then you get a guy like that. I, I think we could be feel like we could be precursoring to what's about to happen with the Broncos as well.
2: Yeah. Twenty thirteen was the most fun I've ever had watching football.
1: It was. It was the. Be- I'm telling you, I think I've had a hangover from NFL football since that. Yeah, even the Super Bowl year, I was kind of like, yeah, It was it, pretty fun. It, it, it was really weird
2: to go from the best offense ever In, to almost to inept. Th- This like scrape it by yeah. just score the last second to win All offense right.
1: so that's the list i don't have anybody else for denver that i think makes an all-time like best most rewarding i mean there's obviously been great players that have been very fun but when we talk about great overarching career arcs that were rewarding i think I'm you, not you have sure. the
2: opposite which is carmelo
1: Yeah yeah. Just like
2: you stand him And there was never a payoff
1: Yeah Yeah For sure There was one year That was really felt great But they lost And they got swept Or lost with one win Every other year
0: It was tough If the Rockies win in 07 Is Todd Helton Yes There I think probably (sighs)
2: Yes But that was like One run though That's the thing Even if it was one Taste of success Amongst a
0: bunch of It would have been like If Elway
1: won One title But then was Never made the playoffs The rest of the time Yeah that's true But it's like That (laughs) that rewarding I don't know Constant
0: like he stuck with it, stuck yeah. with the stuck with a team that was nothing, and then all of a sudden goes to the World Series and If
1: if we go all time now just to end this, we'll wrap it up here real quickly. But if we go all time, I think Michael Jordan was the number one athlete to stand. If you're a Bulls fan in the nineties, you probably had the most rewarding he was awesome. Like it wasn't that he won boring, he won awesomely, always came up clutch, had the greatest story and he was the most popular person. Like you were crazy. I think Tom Brady and number two.
2: And you also get to remain cool by continuing to stand him all the way until now. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you are just, like, still a Jordan stan and you, like, rock Jordans all the time, like, there's no, like, way to, like, tap back into being an right. LA stan, you right, know? Right, like, right.
1: He's the top cool athlete for his time. Tom Brady, the same, we already went over it, um, one team. Wayne Gretzky, I think, is up there. Like, if you have the dopest hockey player ever and you got the run of championships, imagine Edmonton fans in the 80s were well-fed.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah, that would be, like, and he's... He's still around too. That's part of it that like adds to it. Like yeah. he's still on T. You get to see him. You're like, oh my god, that's yeah. our guy. Like I almost,
2: I I'm the opposite of that. I think it cheapens Wayne Gretzky that he's on TV. I think he's I, larger you know, than wait. that.
1: Oh, I I'm with you on this one. There, like it's the same thing with Jordan. We never see from he's. I Jordan's weirdly not cool anymore, and but we don't care because he's not in <laughs> he's front of the camera, that. reminding us of it all the time. Like, yep. yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of with you on this. And, like
2: I see Wayne Gretzky on the TNT set, and I'm like. You shouldn't be here. I bro. know.
0: I, I'm, I'm so with you on <laughs> That this, is man. funny. But
2: I think the cool He's part about that is. He's sitting next to Paul Bizanet, who like <laughs> scraped <laughs> his way through the NHL yeah, for it's years. It's a great take.
0: Yeah. But that, I think the coolest part about that is for other fans <laughs> that like know what Gretzky was. And then you like hear yeah. him talk about Kale McCarr and you're like, yeah, that, Oh my I mean, God. You know, like you're like, if this guy's fucking saying it.
2: When Gretzky in a series that included McKinnon and McDavid and, and you know, all the, and Dreisaitl said McCar was the best player on the ice every night, yeah. like that, I, that gave me goosebumps. This
1: is the opposite in NBA where all the old heads are like, these guys suck today. Yeah. They're any good at anything. It's so lame. Uh, number four to me. I almost had Steph Curry here That's how rewarding this has been But I had to put Magic Johnson He invented Showtime He changed basketball to make it the most boring sport in the world To the most fun He was in LA He was this like symbol of like being a playboy The only thing is it ended a little prematurely In a very tragic way with him obviously getting HIV But to me I think people Lakers fans were invented I mean I know there was a base of them But they really became the brand through Magic Johnson And I'm like yeah they probably They probably had a great run
2: Where does Kobe fall here?
1: He's a little bit lower. I have Steph Curry next that I know that's crazy, but Warriors fans have had the greatest run. I mean, they just get to clown everyone every night. And then I have Kobe behind him. Kobe had some dark moments there, on that's and true, off the court, true. that I think for a while there you kind of had a tough time being a Kobe stand.
0: Yeah, I think Kobe was so much cooler than Steph though. I think you if think? you stand Kobe, you that was like that's like never leaving you. And yeah. especially with the current situation of what happened. Like yeah. I feel like that almost like it, everybody not forgets, but it pushes the the dark things way deeper and brings just his more his play to the light and who he was on the court and yeah. the the amazing things he did. I've I've watched a good amount of basketball and Steph Curry's the best shooter of all time. Nobody's a killer like Kobe Bryant.
1: There's no question about, again, this isn't about the better player, this or this or that. The another thing about, like, if you were a Lakers fan in 2004, you had Kobe, you had Shaq, and they hated each other, and it lost them a title. So you right, had to go through this, right. like, weirdness of That's picking true. a side against your own team.
2: The only thing for me is that I don't think Steph is cool. <laughs> That's fair enough. L- like he, <laughs> when he tries to be cool, it makes him even less cool to me. I don't even think he tries to be cool. I think He, he does, does, like, it. the shimmy and, like, stuff like that. I'm, I'm like, this looks not. so bad. His
1: next one, sex number seven on my list is Derek Jeter. If you're a Yankees fan in the late '90s, you just won every title, and he's like the Mister New York. I think I think they were yeah. well fed.
0: Yeah. He, he's like the face of it, but hot take: Derek Jeter really isn't that good. It doesn't matter, but it well, also doesn't
1: matter for this thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's, who were they? What jersey were they wearing?
2: That actually might even make it more rewarding if you're a Yankees fan and someone's like, Jeter's not that good, and then he wins another championship. Yeah, and you're, and you're like, like, that's oh, six yeah? titles. I'm <laughs> not <for real."> yeah, <laughs> like whatever.
0: That, those some of those teams are just like. Do you think it? Do you think there's a point where? A fan base what's the point so talking about a dynasty and the end of it what's the point where fans just get almost bored Ooh, you know this. what i mean I get like, bored. like like it's like i hope i can boost that i mean i, I want to find that, out like like it it's got to be a point where you're like oh yeah we just expect to do this but we can't really like it's so much more rewarding when your team like fights and fights and fights and then wins one and then you can talk about it but like well, or is there this, a point where it's like is, boring?
1: You know what? I think if all Warriors fans did not enjoy the KD years as much as the other ones because I think there was a little bit of that of like, well, Steph played bad tonight and they won by twenty. Like, all right, this is kind of lame. Yeah, there's something too. And there's your a, guys.
2: There's a weird thing that happens with success, especially in long season sports, where it's just like, all right, let us know when the playoffs start. Right, right. You know, and like, but this is the takes, difference like, though between the Steph Warriors though. Like, we're sitting here like, like um leaned over watching the end of a nuggets yeah. game in the middle yeah. of the season that really doesn't climb, matter that am the difficulty if you've won yeah. three championships you're just not like living and dying on a game Here, here's in the where of the you're season.
1: wrong though because the warriors in 2015 and 16 and even a little bit this year they didn't just win every night they danced on everyone's grave by the third quarter yeah, and like there's something when you're watching your team and you're like we're gonna win it's gonna be boring but
0: guess what yoke's gonna throw like Five no look passes in the fourth because we're up by twenty, and yeah. it's like I, that's the part I can't wait for. Yeah, and but you know. ba- piggybacking on that point, like I don't know why this thought entered my mind, but I'm sitting there the other night at Ball Arena, Stanley Cup Game One, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking come to a regular season game. Here. Oh, you know? like, yeah. I'm literally like <laughs> after that, I'm like, you're not gonna sit me see me here for forty straight games waiting for a couple playoff rounds when they know this is their peak. Yeah, it's a little weird. R- rounding it out, Larry Bird. Gave you three titles, was super
1: fun. He's in the top ten for me. Like Celtics fans, Larry Bird, they had a great time. Uh, Tim Duncan, number nine, won five titles. Only thing I'd knock him down is, kind of boring. Yeah. He's so weird and lame. But if you
2: are standing him, you love that. Because everyone's like, he's boring, and you're like, I just don't care because we win every night.
1: I'm telling you, 2016 to me was not like, it's not in my top five, it's not in my top three favorite Broncos seasons. And I know it's one of three they've won, but that's what I think of, like... Tim Duncan was the 2016 Broncos, like his era. 15, he kept yeah. 15 w- Or 15. He kept winning 88 to 84 in the finals, and you're like... Yeah, yeah you just can't. It's just like a, <laughs> I don't know, they're man. They're going crazy. I'm saying it's fun. I would take it. I'm just saying it's below Larry Bird, even though Larry Bird only won three. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. But, I mean, you don't care when your team's um, winning.
1: My last one is Montana and Rice. I think the 49ers fans of the 90s, late 90s or 80s and 90s, were, they were well-fed as well. That was a rewarding career So hopefully one of our players here, McKinnon fans, Kel McCarr fans, Nikola Jokic fans, what does Rudo say?
2: He's just talking about how, like, the regular season can lose its luster. The Avs took the last two (laughs) weeks of the regular (laughs) season off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that could happen.
2: But that's two weeks. The rest of the season and they was a lot had of fun. The one seed. I
1: actually respect it. As somebody that covers the nuggets, it's eighty two games long. Like if the Nuggets were up so much in the standings that the last two weeks I got to take a vacation before the playoffs begin to recharge the batteries. Are you kidding
2: me? I don't think <laughs> you're taking a vacation. Uh, what do you mean? you so they clinch the one seed? I'm taking
1: a vacation. I'm, right. like, I'm like, Hey man, they're gonna be in the playoffs for three months. I gotta get I gotta get out of town well, for a little bit. I have
2: a really good feeling that they're gonna be the one seed next year. So yeah. I love it. There you go. Hopefully well, that was they a fun discussion.
1: We went a little bit long, um, but that's all right. It was fun talking dynasties. Hopefully the abs can Get continue on the path to starting one tomorrow night. We're going to be here at the DNVR bar. We got pom-poms in the house. We're going to be absolutely packed. You're going to want to get here as early as possible. When do we open doors? 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. You're going to want to get here about 2.45. Start standing in line if you want to get a table. It's going to be the party of the century, many people are saying.
2: We started this show during the week, and we ended it during the weekend. Hell yeah! Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go.
1: Hit that like button on the way out. <laughs>